RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Listeners to this program might remember all the way back to the 1st of June, we spoke to Hugh Grierson. Remember that? He was being chased at the time by IRD for 46000 in COVID payments. Uh, from memory, he ran a craft beer business and shop in West Auckland. And um, I can tell you right now, as of this moment, I don't know the status of uh, where Hugh is with that. But he's not the only one. I want to welcome Jane. It's the name that uh, Jane has for the purposes of this chat to RCR. Her and her husband both applied for COVID support payment and resurgence support payments during the lockdown, were then reviewed by IRD, in which they were deemed not eligible following that review and are now required to pay the whole amount back. And uh, she's here to share that story. Jane, welcome to RCR. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Okay, so you've just heard, you know, um, of that uh, that case that we spoke about uh, at the beginning of June, Hugh Grierson. So you're not, or he's not, you're not the only one. And we've had uh, anecdotal that uh, a few people have been reviewed and, uh, you know, IRD are chasing up money that apparently they're not eligible for now. So what happened in your case? Uh, Well, about a year ago, uh, October last year, we received a message, a my IR message, not a letter, um, asking us to go through a COVID review process, wanting um, the request for information to confirm our eligibility for um, the COVID support payments and the resurgence support payments mm-hmm. that was available during um, the pandemic, during the you know August. The, past that first lockdown in August 2021. Um, and so since then, I have been dealing with IRD um, and providing them pretty much with absolutely everything um, that mine and my husband's businesses have gone through from January 2021 to the 5th of Jan 2022. All unfiltered bank statements, invoices, credit card statements, list of expenses. Um, so all in- information had to be released to them, and they just went through it with a fine-tooth comb and then made a decision whether we were eligible or not, which we were deemed not eligible. Uh, and then from then on, I've just gone back and forth, back and forth, dealing with them, asking why, and them coming back to us saying, that you know that we were that yeah that we were just not eligible. <laughs> right. Okay. And so, so yeah. 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 And so you're so an acu- acupuncturist, and your your husband, I believe, is in the film industry. So it's obvious that you you know you you no one in that business was able to sort of do that work. Obviously, what you do because you know the contact and and all of that sort of stuff. That's right. And I guess the film That's industry right. being on sets and doing all that uh, with multiple people. We've heard about the film industry. So um, can you remember the, you know, um, deciding to go for these payments and looking at the criteria and understanding them at the time, uh, understanding the criteria at the time? Uh, Well, the criteria at the time, um, what what we did remember about that time is, you know, we were in lockdown, the work had dried up 
Um, we were very stressed about where the money was going to come from. And there were all these ads on the radio saying, are you self-employed? Have you had a decline in revenue? Um, you know, can you not work and, um, you know, apply now? And the, you know, it was just as common as, you know, go and get your booster, blah, blah, yeah, blah. You're really blah. friendly, just, really like we're here to help kind of pitch, Oh, yeah, right? we're here to help you. We're here to help you. We're here, you know, we want you to, you know, get through this. So apply now. And so we did apply thinking that, okay, we're getting help from the government. Awesome. You know, you guys are awesome. You're going to help us out because we don't know where the money's going to come from. The film industry, borders were closed. There was no work coming in from overseas. Yeah. There was no work happening in New Zealand. So, yeah, it was, um, to us, it was like a, you know, blessing. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, they were helping us out. But, um, yeah, a year ago, they just said, no, you weren't eligible. You've got to pay the whole amount back. How did they, um, how did they work that out? Given, as you just mentioned, you gave them, I think you, you said unfiltered, unfiltered, um, access to your data, right. Or access to unfiltered data. So that would have told the story. What's, yeah, what's their so problem? I think where the confusion where the confusion happened was that um, there was the wage subsidy, right, which was paid out not by IRD but by um, MSR, you know, the other outfit. And so you, everybody was everybody was eligible for the wage subsidy, and then came the COVID support payments and the resurgence support payments, which yeah. was through IRD. And so. Um, it, you know, you had to prove that you had a decline in revenue more than 40% or 60%, depending on which one, um, yep. the CSP or the RSP, um, to be eligible, which, you know, which we did and which we applied for and you had to enter those dates in. And um, and then they've just come back saying that because we, because we spent it on – you know, our on our lives, on our personal lives, not on our businesses, then that's where it went wrong. That's where we were not eligible. That's where they made the cutoff. And okay, said, no. so so all right. So you they had an expectation, even if it wasn't articulated well with all that advertising, and yeah. uh, and I think um, you know the last chap that we spoke to, I mentioned in June, he made the comment that the criteria he found ambiguous to start with and it was sort Absolutely. of like very loose yeah. and non-specific and he w wondered yeah. if that was actually purposeful so later they could come back at someone like him you might have a, a view on that but um you were so their expectation compelled. was that, you were very you're, compelled to apply you know because it was you were in a bind so you were very yeah. compelled or, you know, and here they were say the word soliciting you to contact them if you had a need. So they're advertising. So um, when you say that um, they they say that you spend it on yourselves, I mean you you got to live. Obviously, in the end, that's what it's all about. Well, yeah, we are the business. We're sole, you know, operators. <laughs> so we are the business. I think but that's how the last the last guy got caught. Uh, same thing that, um, but he I think made the point that unless he was spending it on him. He couldn't really spend it on the business because he was the only employee at the time. Yeah. And and he was the one who wasn't making any money. And even if he had taken the money, there wouldn't have been anything technically in the description to spend it on. So they are kind of splitting hairs there, I think was his. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, absolutely. And so that's our argument. And so we're at the stage where it's a year later now um, and we went through the whole process of applying for financial relief because, you know, the, the bill's been stuck on our um, IOD accounts. Yeah. Um, we got denied a financial relief. So now we are going to go to a lawyer and just see um, whether there is a fight for us to be able to contest their decision in the first place. Because it, what we do believe it was ambiguous. We do believe that we were doing the right thing, that we were eligible and that we were well within our rights, and that's what we were led to believe. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, and so basically, also, I mean, you said that, you, you know, there's other people that have been going through this, but in my circle, we are the only people that have been go- that have been through this process. Yep. And I just wanted to see if any of your listeners have gone through this and yep. whether they can contact me so that we well, were can... You- randomly picked out apparently apparently we were randomly picked out and then because there was a um you know some payments going from my husband's account to my account some transferred money they then saw my account and then i got then i got the review from that i think is how oh, okay they, so yeah, they, they saw, sort of knock on effect yeah. as far as you're concerned a knock on effect that's well, it's right. called fishing <laughs> 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 I think that's known as phishing, isn't it? PH phishing. Um, PH, yeah. Was there anything in the criteria when you applied that um, that that rang any alarm bells that you they might misinterpret later on what you intended to do with the money? Let's say. Not that I saw. No, I mean I wouldn't have applied if I thought oh, I wasn't you know within my rights to apply. And I just thought, yeah, I just thought it was really ambiguous. I thought it was really ambiguous, like um, Hugh Grierson said. Um, so, yeah, it's almost like, okay, we'll pay you back. We'll pay you this money because we know we're going to get it back from you later. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't know? it interesting that um, you mentioned the two different payments and the ones you're having trouble with, if I've got this right, are the IRD managed allocations. And you, so why are they managing this? Because it would seem to me they are the institution within government that's best placed to come back and try and claw it back if ever they wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, why hand out money so easily if, you know, it was a, because you applied and then, like, I don't know, two days later you got the money? There was no fine-tooth comb at that end of the process. Yeah, you, know, you can't be blamed all... for their loosey-goosey approach, really, can you? Well, yeah. <laughs> at that time, I mean, we all remember how stressful it was in lockdown. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, and if, you, if you're going to throw out money like that, um, you possibly need to have that a, a little more buttoned down than it was. If you're the mm. IRD or the government, yeah, cross your T's and dot your I's, right? Can I can I ask you what sort of? I think well, I mentioned before um, the previous case that uh, I spoke about with you it was forty six k. What sort of ballpark are you in? Can you tell us? Yeah, we're around that per person. Well, not okay. so much. Yeah, my husband's around forty, and I'm around thirty. Okay, so that's but a lot to come up with. Now. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that's there's and there's interest to now being tapped onto that for a year. Um, and also, so, right no, back when, from from the moment you got it, the interest clock yeah, is ticking, isn't it? Shouldn't it actually, if you're the yeah. fair, be ticking from the moment that they um, said that deemed that, me un- ineligible? Because that's usury, then. Well, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't know. See, these are the things that I need to ask the lawyer because I just feel like we're being harassed and bullied and, you know, even my husband just got a text today, we're going to take action if you don't, um, you know, start making repayments, which I think they can start to just actually take money out of your bank account. Okay. Is what gee. someone's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried to negotiate? Has, has there been any opportunity to negotiate at all? Um, uh, would they take a, lo- a lower amount if they could settle up? Oh, no, I haven't really talked about repayment yet with them because I still just want to talk about the fact that we were deemed not eligible in the first place. Do you have a case manager my- you're dealing with, a particular individual? Um, we've had the f- one person who first deemed us not eligible and then since then been dealing with another person for the financial relief and that's it. So two certain, yeah, not Male one case manager. Uh, both are female, I believe. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what's their attitude been like? Have you had direct communication? Have you um, talked with them? The first lady was very brutal. I found her um, unfriendly and quite hold the second lady um once i started saying that this was starting to affect our family life and my marriage and even the you know even the kids were starting to sense that something was wrong um she started kind of warming up um but yeah it's just they they're still just holding holding that that line that we have to pay it back yeah um so now i'm just yeah going to go talk to a lawyer and see you're you're inclined to fight it I'm a, yeah, absolutely, 100%. So I'm just wanting to see if any of your listeners are going through the same thing and if there's any similarities and whether we can actually build a case together and just yeah, just see if, what their story is and whether we were targeted. Um, we're both unvaccinated. So the, ah, interesting. Uh, the mandate, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the mandates came in and so we were, you know, out of work. Um, um, so you, you, need, you need to really clarify. You really need to clarify that because that data is available to oh, right. government. Because everyone who's vaccinated is recorded as vaccinated, and if your name is not on that list, well, it's obvious, isn't it? So, yeah, I think that's something that um, I wouldn't put. <laughs> sound like a yeah conspiracy guy, yeah. but I wouldn't actually put it past them. Yeah, I know. Hundred hmm. percent. So yeah, so that's my call out to your listeners. Um, I do have an email address if anybody Please. has gone through the same thing. Um, so it's Jane C J A N E Y C one o two three at gmail dot com. Okay, we'll if put that with the replay link as well, so people can activate activate that really easily. Are you losing much sleep over this? Yeah, absolutely. We're not happy. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kids aren't happy. They know that there's something going on because it's just a big black cloud hanging over your head. And there's just a feeling of dread inside you the whole time because you just um you know you're just made to feel like you've done the wrong thing where and and in, in my right you mind, have I know jane that... you didn't get bloody vaccinated <laughs> well yeah i'm a fighter so i'm gonna fight it <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah but it'll be interesting to know how how big this is and if there's a pattern to vaccination yeah. slash non-vaccination that's right. As I say, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, were you surprised at how cold that first IRD person was? Because they know the power they wield. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised, but also it is the IRD. And, you know, I just, you know, she's just a monkey in a box ticking boxes, you know. Well, they probably think like cops think everyone's a criminal. They probably think everyone's a tax evader. Until uh, pro yeah. proven otherwise, and if they know right. more about you than just that, they'll be thinking that um, you're probably deserving everything you're getting right now. Yeah, because I wasn't compliant. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, yeah. I've got a feeling that you'll probably beat him on this at some point. It's just how much effort and work and maybe upfront cost you have to go to. But uh, this is not the sort of thing that people like to be exposed in, in the full view of public doing. And um, if there is, if if you were thinking of throwing away money that easily, and your treasury officials are saying, "Look, this is crazy," and you said, "But don't worry, we'll claw a lot of it back, a percentage of it back later," you can you you can kind of see how it could come across like it did then, mm. right? Because they knew knew there's a certain amount of that that, that eventually can be clawed back through, you know what you're experiencing now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we know who to target first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, best of luck. And um, you've given out that email. We'll put that with the replay. And let's keep in touch and see what sort of response you get. And, and we'll try and work out how big this is. Yeah, great. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. All the best. Yeah, thanks for having me on. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.